Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. Today's a special edition of the Be Still My Soul podcast. We're doing a, a just a brief recap of yesterday's message from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 16, where we talked about growing in godliness. And three things uh, about the passage that we uh, talked about yesterday during the sermon that Paul instructs Timothy. Uh, he instructs him in verse 6 of the passage to keep laying down the truth. He says this, if you put these things before your brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus. So he instructs uh, Timothy to continue to preach the word, to lay down the truth uh, for for his people, for the people of the church. And then he tells him in verse 7 to avoid the influence of unholy teaching He says, have nothing to do with irreverent and silly myths, Um, but rather, um, right before that, the end of verse 6, he says, being trained in the words of faith and in good doctrine that you have followed. So this idea of training and training in godliness comes up in the negative, in avoiding uh, the cultural myths, the false teaching of the day, the, uh, the teaching that we actually are so easily... Uh, led away and astray by because it's just around us all the time. It's prevalent. He said, have nothing to do with these things, but rather we need to be familiar with the words of faith and good doctrine that we have followed. He's instructing Christians. He's instructing a pastor. Uh, Continue to follow the words of faith, but not just continue to follow them, but train in them. It's repetitive. And then finally, the majority of the passage is spent uh, speaking about disciplining yourself for godliness, disciplining yourself for godliness. This kind of uh, training that discipline yourself for godliness. The, the word literally comes from, uh, the, or, or the word that we get from that, that word discipline in the Greek is the word gymnasium or gymnastics. And if you know anything about going to the gym or gymnastics, they involve a lot of training, which means repetitive motion over and over again, getting moves right lifting weights, stretching, doing all of those kinds of things over and over again till you develop the muscle memory and the muscle mass so that you can accomplish the task. I just want to talk a little bit about uh, discipline, um, disciplining your children for godliness. Uh, I want to give five five tips. They they come from J.C. Ryle. J.C. Ryle uh, is a pastor who lived in the 1800s. He has a, a little book called Duties of Parents, which is an amazing little book on uh, child rearing. And so he says five things. These are the five things from a very wise pastor uh, that if we are to train our children in godliness, these are some of the things that we need to do. Um, First, J.C. Ryle in his wisdom says, training your child to love God depends on you as a parent. Training your child to love God depends on you as a parent. He says this, we heavily depend on those who bring us up. We get from them a taste and bias which clings to us most of our lives. We learn the language of our mothers and fathers. We learn to speak it almost without thinking and unquestionably. We catch something of their manners, ways, and mind at the same time. Time will tell how much we owe to early impressions and how many things 
in us may be traced back to the seeds sown in the days of infancy by those who are around us. J.C. Ryle is, is right in this, that training children to love God depends uh, much on their parents, at least while they're growing up. They, they become influenced by other things and uh, their thinking changes as they, they grow into adulthood. But training your child to love God really means that you have a heart first for loving God. That that's part of the daily language. It goes back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and how we are um, educating our kids as we are in the way, as we're preparing breakfast, as we're on our commute to school and to work, and the things that we talk about. They will pick up what's on our, our heart. And if not, or if we are training for godliness. Second, J.C. Ryle says, training your children means watching over their souls. Uh, Listen to this. He says, this is the thought that should be utmost on your mind and in all you do for your children, in every step you take about them, in every plan and scheme and arrangement that concerns them. Do not leave out the mighty question, how will this affect their souls? Oh, there's such great wisdom in this. When asking as a parent, how is this going to affect their soul? Um, there, there are many things that, that we would do because it's beneficial for this or um, it's beneficial for that or it creates a standing for my child or gets them ahead. Um, but are we asking the question, is this beneficial for their soul? Um, so we're as parents, we train our children by watching over their soul, making sure that they are nourished by um, the best of God's word and the best in our home um, so that their soul has a, an opportunity to grow in its love for God. Third, he says, training your child to know the Bible. Training your child to know the Bible. Um, J.C. Ryle again says, you, can not, uh, you cannot make your child love the Bible. No, but the Holy Spirit can give us a heart to delight in the Word of God. But you can make sure that your child is acquainted with the Bible. And remember that they can never become acquainted with the blessed book too soon or too well. Um, and he gives some, some good advice. And he's right. We can't make our children love the Bible, but we can make sure that they're acquainted with it. That, that can be a non-option in our family as, as parents. And there's plenty of things that fit into that category. Um, J.C. Ryle again says, See that your children read the Bible reverently. Train them to look upon it, not as the word of men, but as it truly is, the word of God. See that they read it regularly. Train, train them to regard it as daily soul food. See that they read it all. Don't shrink back from bringing any portion of Scripture before them. And finally, he says, fill their minds with Scripture. Let them dwell richly on God's Word. And we can do this um, in our discussions. Discussing yesterday's message uh, and how it applies to them, or even last week's sermon, or uh, the gospel study project in your home. Um, Fourth, he says, training your children to have a habit of prayer. Uh, That's so important. It's the first thing, if, if a child's going to come to faith, it's the first thing that they do. So training them to take those baby steps and learning to pray, hearing you pray, hearing your, hearing mom and dad uh, praying together, praying as a family, more than just uh, the prayer for the food uh, is, is such a, a good practice in training your children uh, to be godly. And then finally, he says, training your children to love the church 
and the Lord's Supper. Listen to J.C. Ryle one last time. He says, tell your children the duty and privilege of going to church, joining in the prayers of the congregation. Tell them that whenever the Lord's people are gathered together, there the Lord Jesus is present in a special way and that those who are absent must expect, like the Apostle Thomas, to miss out on a blessing. So true. Um, even as we attend church every week, God does something amazing in the life of the church and in, in people's lives. And so training our children in godliness is to train them that the life of the church comes from the gathering of the church and what a privilege it is for us to gather together as God's people each and every week. So let's reflect even more on God's word and how we are to train by his grace. Because he loves us, he allows us to train in mercy. Have a wonderful day, Northbridge Church. God bless you.